It is Wednesday night. You know what that means. We are live with Pals Pulls. Tyler, am I too loud now? You're good. You're good. Okay. You were enthusiastic, right. not loud. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good, good. Uh, say hello as you join us here live on Twitch. We have four books that we're Hold reviewing on. this week, as always, and there are four of us. But Count. I do want to point out that this was a massive week for comics. We Realistically, we could have done like eight books. In t- just in terms of the books that came out and enthusiasm about them, uh, I could have done, I could have read like eight books. Um, but we narrowed that down to what, what I thought were the four biggest releases and the most interesting. Marvel heavy, of course, because I'm a sucker. Uh, Punisher number one. Interesting timing for this one to be coming out. Uh, X Deaths of Wolverine number four. Devil's Reign number five. And uh, Little Monsters, number one. That's uh, an image joint. Wanted to put something Who did that you know, a little different. Yeah, it was, let me see that variant. Oh, yeah, you got it. It's very nice. Who, yeah, who is that? You know what? As always, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, like it could be a Declan Shelby. You know what? There's no credit on the interior. Um, and the signature says DM. So I'm not sure. DM. DM. Yes. DN? Maybe it's just, maybe it's another uh, wind cover. It's it's an M for sure. I don't know if you can see it, but it, it's mm, definitely okay. yeah. Um, not sure, but uh, I would love to it's know what you guys. Monkey cover. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Uh-huh. I like that. Dog uh, I would love to know what you guys listening pulled this week. Again, huge week, and I'm sure that your list will look wildly different than what we pulled. Uh, so if you want to share that information with us, you can do so in a ton of different ways. You can always jump in our chat on Twitch. We go live on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for this very show and Monday or sorry, Saturdays at 10 in the morning Eastern for the main show. Get us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the comics pals. Uh, you can jump in the comments as you guys so often do, or you can like the video, share it with your friends. You should really do all that stuff. Um, it's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Do want to shout out our review of the Batman, which uh, Tyler and I did. We had a lot of fun with that. Go listen to our review as more of you see the movie. I'm sure that you guys want to hear our thoughts. So that is available for you guys wherever you get the show. Uh, and the tie-in book club is Batman Year One. So give that a listen as well. Yeah, now TikTok is chewing me up in the, that Batman video we posted. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. TikTok comments have <laughs> not been kind to Tyler. I'm like, just keep watching, dude. Past three seconds, you'll see that I liked it. God damn, attention spans are horrible these days. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you, you I think what it was was that you didn't love the movie from the second it started, mm. so you just suck. Me. Yep, yep. See, I that's the bad thing. I, I learned something new in that movie is if I, I open my eyes more, I can see better. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Yeah. Who would have known? Yeah. Uh, let's let's start it off. Let's let's talk Punisher. So, again, Punisher number one. Uh, this is uh, by Jason Aaron, who is, you know, not not beloved right now uh, for some some missteps he made. Uh, Jesus Saez and Paul uh, Azaceda, I guess. Yeah, I believe he did the uh, opening scene. He's the guy that yeah. did that Kirkman book um, with the exorcisms. 
that was a TV show for a bit. Oh, oh. Outcast. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that guy. So this, of course, is the debut of the Punisher, who is. Oh, before I even start, full spoilers as always. You guys know the deal. This is the debut of the Punisher, who is working with the Hand. Uh, we all saw the preview images. I'll show you guys. You know, one of the splashes from the book that makes that point very clear. Um, I'm holding it up on YouTube and or for you guys on YouTube and Twitch, and it's just an image of the Punisher at this warehouse. Uh, with swords and his new designed uh, logo and the hand all around him, uh, you know, working with him. So that's that's kind of the big to do about this issue. Um, it's a huge change. How do you guys feel about this new take for the Punisher? Speaking of change, um, I, I just wanted to start by commenting on the art because I used to love, used to love Sasu Saiyi's. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and so when when I saw the opening art, I'm like, wow, this guy's style has changed. I'm here for it. And I flipped past the credits and that, that big splash. And I was like, oh, that's right. That's what he looks like now. So that's the style he's doing. I, um, this doesn't seem anything different than what I remember, though, in terms of Jesus Sai's art. It, it feels more like smoothed out the like things just feel and look too shiny. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get to that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's talk pitch. Let's talk concept. How do you guys feel it was executed here? I traditionally really like Jason Aaron as a writer. Um, even, <clears throat> except when he's, you know, writing uh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas as a sex goddess uh, for the white man. But outside of that, outside of that, I, I, Jason Aaron has traditionally been one of those writers like, well, I will, I will read what Aaron is writing. Mm. Um, even I've been I've even read every single Avengers book he's done you know like I, I guess it's I've gone further than most um, and I traditionally will always read a Punisher number one rarely a number two but always a number one <laughs> um, and so this pairing I was like okay I remember Aaron did I think Punisher not Warzone he did um, Punisher Max War was it Max, or maybe that he makes did sense. Fury Max. I know he did Fury Max. Um, I'm not sure who did War Journal. There's been a lot, but uh, Ennis is probably most well known. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for that, uh, it's Ennis and um, uh, who is this? The guy that did most of his art on it. Anyway, um, yeah, and I once I heard that there was the pitch was oh this is the Punisher as the the uh, I guess uh, hired assassin of the hand. I was like, all right, sure. I like Daredevil a lot. I'm into the hand. I'll I'll check it out. Um, but uh, this, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about it. Uh, I like the. I like when Punisher isn't talky, and he's not in this. Frank Castle is not mm. the POV in this at all. You don't even get the narration from. Him. This is all from the point of view of the, the hand. Uh, leader that's kind of ushering Frank into this new, I guess, moment of his life. And I she's like middle Archie. management. The arch priestess. What is she then? And the car the 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 carpal of the of the hand? Like she's like middle management. So mm, she's interesting. The, the, the metacarpal of it. Of course, you would make a comment like that. I've been doing a lot of hand research lately, so <laughs> <laughs> um, not a big fan of my hands right now. But you know, the hand is is pretty good. 
Uh, yeah, and I like the the um, the little twist at the end. You know, uh, it's, it's a big spoiler, but uh, they brought back his wife, and I guess Punisher is just doing all this for some coochie. But you know, for the nookie, Jesus Christ! I mean, <laughs> the nookie slash coochie. As it were. I mean, this is this is this has been his. This is the love of his life. The one that's kind of driven him to be this homicidal yeah. maniac for the most of his life. Um, one thing that really jumped out to me in this is that it it's on a, it, like they frame Frank Castle as a bad person, really. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they show his inciting incident with the flashback by Paul Zaseda, Um whereas you know, wife and kids get killed, and they really brush the kid part under the rug pretty quickly. Um, and then they, they show that really cool splash page of all these different errors of the Punisher. Um, notably not showing uh, Chichetto and, uh, and uh, Rucka's run in there. And no Frankencastle in there, which I think are more two recent prominent stories. Um, and, like, they describe him as a murderer, a homicidal maniac in a force of nature, uh, which is perfect for the hand. Um, but he's not framed in a way that's... I don't know, likable. And I think that's a deliberate choice, especially with the co-option of uh, the co-optive nature of the, uh, the Punisher logo in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, and I'm wondering if I'm not even wondering, I can tell that is a deliberate choice to do. Well, I think that this is the first time we've seen the Punisher in a selfish light. Like he's doing all this because he wants or has his wife back. And so, you know, what what wouldn't he do for her? We've seen the chaos and carnage he'll unleash unleash for vengeance. And now he has, you know, his wife. So the the, the killing machine is 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 turned on all the more. Um, and I like that, you know, because now the Punisher has something to fight for that is in the present. Mm. So not only does it give us something tangible, but it also means that he can be hurt. His physical body can be hurt. Obviously, we've always known that he's just a human, but she can be hurt mm-hmm. and she can be used against him. So I think all of that was brilliant on Aaron's part. I did like that as the framing of it is that, you know, uh, assumingly they're holding her in some like however they resurrect. Right. Like they they're holding her hostage for him, use, utilizing him. Um, this is probably the first Punisher book I've ever read. Um, I'm trying to think he's maybe been a character that I've has been in books that I've read, but not one that is specifically him. Yeah. So, so this is an introduction was interesting. The, the violence of it was, um, not something that I had experienced. And so that was a cool, uh, thing to see. Um, and yeah, the, the way that they, uh, are are framing it and using him. Um, I think it's interesting. It's an it's an interesting take because he has now, I guess you could say he's can grow as a character because we're removing the the death aspect of his of his whole mission statement right now. He has to formulate what that that is, and apparently it is I will kill anything to ensure that this this person is never harmed again. That's interesting. Makes you wonder what's going to happen when she dies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because yeah. you know that's going to happen, right? Or like, if they, they, they leverage his kid. It's like, hey, we can bring him back too, but you got to go even further oh, now. You know? Yeah. And that was one of the things that um, I guess 
up front was a bit of a, a negative for me, but I, I'm, I'm certainly going to let it play out and see what they do. But um, the focus on his wife primarily, not acknowledging, you know, are the children alive? Like, what's up with that? Um, I was kind of I, I, I always felt like the Punisher was motivated by the, the fact that he lost his children more like specifically, um, which could just be me reading. But the fact that it was focused mostly on his wife was like, well, damn, if you could get anyone resurrected, wouldn't you want your kids? I don't know. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> kids suck. All right. <laughs> Not his kids. I, how do you know? Well, reading Fair this enough. origin, it made me realize how close, um, how close Frank Castle's origin is to uh, John Travolta's origin in Face Off. Um, it's almost identical, especially the way they portrayed it in this. And I was like, oh, man, I'm getting real Face Off vibes from this. I kind of dig it. You know, Maybe that's why they cast him as the the villain of the uh, of the pun. Wasn't he the villain in the original Punisher? Well, the 2003 Punisher movie. Travolta? Wasn't it was it definitely. Him? Yeah, it was one of them. Wait, Surely he- it was 2003. I did not. Know yeah, I haven't seen. I've seen Punisher Warzone. I never saw the the Thomas Jane one. Nah, bro. You got first of all. Yeah. First of all, the greatest soundtrack of all time of those. Not of like the 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 like um, you know the orchestral version or whatever. Like a score. Of, yeah. In terms the of scores, not the yeah. score. This is the greatest soundtrack in terms of music inspired by the movie. You need to find it. It's amazing. What's on it? Mm. Oh my god. Okay. Like first of all. The theme song of Kane, right? Slow Chemical. That's this. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is on there. So you will love it for that. Uh, it has Nickelback, okay, uh, sure. which has not, to. Not really. All right, hold on, hold on. It, it gets the, better. It, it was of the time. You got to give it that. It was yeah. right. Yeah. Seether. You like Seether, right? I don't. I don't. All right. Forget you then, dude. <laughs> Oh, please. I have this shit memorized. You kidding me? Okay. Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Um, All right. yeah, oh, oh, Queens of the Stone Age. You like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do like that. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Uh, you have um, ah, Travolta, wasn't it? Wow. Yes, dude. Yes. Uh, I'm blanking on the rest. I can't. Oh, think you haven't memorized, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's like half the album, to be fair. I mean, but with that lineup, it can't be any worse than uh, Fantastic Four, which was absolute garbage. Okay. <laughs> Not good. This oh, this uh, fun fact, and I'll stop rambling about the music. Uh, this album has the Seether song with Amy Lee, which is like one of the greatest songs to come out of that era of of metal and rock i, I like um, that with I'm, I'm looking at it on wikipedia and it's called the punisher colon the album <laughs> yes dude <laughs> yeah. absolutely Hell yeah all right i got the anyway we got we got drowning we got drowning pool puddle of mud nickelback queens of the stone Age, puddle of mud of course it has yes, to be a dude. puddle of mud edgewater finger 11 oh, oh boy of course, Finger like, Eleven was on it. This is like the Finger tail Le- end of good new metal. Like this is where I, it started to go downhill. I don't see one think, mention of Corn or Pod on here. That's no, 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 no. I think Finger Eleven was on um, the Daredevil soundtrack. They, they were, yeah, they yeah. were all, all up in that era right there. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> what 
which FF was garbage. Uh, the medic, uh, they were talking about the album. The, Inspired the, by the 2000s film. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually still feel like that first uh, Fantastic Four is pretty decent. Um, the second one, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let's talk about Punisher the in the comics. Fantastic Four is what um, killed the Longbox podcast. <laughs> it's our last published episode. <laughs> wow. Uh, one of my one of my issues, one of my only criticisms of this book is, frankly, the way the Punisher looks. He looks like he's about twenty five, peak human body, uh, blemishless, and it's just not really believable to me. He's too smooth. He doesn't look hardened. Um, this is just not how the Punisher should look. At no least scars. not in my opinion. No scars. He just looks perfect. Maybe they're gonna say that he died at some point before this and got resurrected by the hand. But even that would I just wouldn't buy that. To me, the, if the Punisher doesn't look how I described, then he doesn't feel like the Punisher. Uh, it it felt more like an artistic choice, yeah. Because there were places that he definitely did have scars, and you know he did look supremely beat up at, at you know outside the fights or whatever. Like, you know, um, it especially at the end when you get the, uh, you know, when he's getting into bed with his wife or whatever, I, I think you're supposed to get the impression that, you know, this is a dude that's been around and taken his share of beatings or whatever. I think I think he just I I think Saez maybe just, I don't know, didn't want to do it, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. I th- I my guess is that's probably a shit ton of work. That's very fair, but I just love how the representation of of all the hell that Punisher's been through is in this panel that I'm holding up. Literally, like three scratches. Yeah, on his yeah. Back. <laughs> Dude's got a well. Even yeah, here. even the the blemishes on on his wife are just a couple of like <laughs> slight dents on her face and and chest. Yeah. I have Otherwise, acne scars. <laughs> yeah. 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 Otherwise, I do think this is a really good looking book. Uh, I just don't know if it really fits the Punisher necessarily. But uh, I think um, Saez does a a really, really good job here Mm, outside of that. Yeah, sorry, man. You're uh, you're the odd man out. I'm actually kind of. No, no, I kind of agree with Marco. So I enjoy Saez's art. um, But ever since I think Spencer's cap run, um, the way it's colored is... It feels way too digital, if that makes sense. Sure. Like mm-hmm. it's, it feels like it's colored in a way that it wants to be like 3D art on yeah. 2D drawing, if that yep. makes sense. It, it, there's like this depth and roundness to the coloring that kind of takes me out of it. Um, and it's, it's always been colored by, like, like that for, for years for when I remember. I've seen Saez colored very flatly, and I think that looks better. Um mm-hmm. But they it's had, also like this is Dave Stewart, like so. Hmm. It, it it's kind of wild, like Dave Stewart. It's like one like king. He's of one of the guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I think there's the like the shading that he uses because he uses like um you know how um Greg Smallwood kind of makes like things look a little sandy, right? With like like the texture and the grain, he has that quality here too. But it feels like smudges. It feels like he's like smudging a lot. Those are the, the the pieces of the art that I have issue with sometimes because that compared to like contrasted with the bright um, with like the bright lights on his body. I'm trying to find like a page to example. But like when um, when he's in Greece 
and this this is particular this page in particular right like there's just like ugh, i can't see it but like there's just smoothness oh, it never to, works marco <laughs> it never fucking works <laughs> nothing brings me more joy ah. i kind of get like a snapchat um face smoothing filter kind of feel from it <laughs> in a way <laughs> yeah um Funny. which yeah that was kind of a bummer but like that fight scene with punisher in a small apartment with a whole bunch of hand like i'm willing to overlook that especially when punisher that pulls was cool. out a, yeah. a knife from his fridge and he stabs some guy in the dick yeah yeah punisher is is a vicious violent murderer and i think that they did a great job of bringing that to life mm. um I really enjoyed this. I definitely say pull it. Um, yeah. It's not my pick of the week, but that's because this week was stacked. Uh, and on most weeks, I would have chosen this. I think everybody involved did a tremendous job. Um, and I, this is going to be the first time in probably, I don't know, like 10 years since I've like read The Punisher. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, Shenran, um, yes, it is for now. So we don't know. Like sometimes they say that, and then the numbers are good enough that they're like, "Oh, let's keep doing this." So, <laughs> Paul, pass. What do you guys say? I'm gonna say Paul. Yeah, pull it. I enjoy yeah, it. yeah. If you can, uh, if you can take it, yeah, it's a pull. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah, it's worth pointing out. It is hyper violent. Yeah, yeah. Which... I can be squeamish with the Punisher, but uh, this one was okay. Okay. Uh, I don't feel bad for the death of ninjas, <laughs> especially because they literally come back. You know, like yeah. they're not. Yeah, <laughs> the death the death of the hand is like so worthless. Um, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm glad. Like I wanted to say this and I forgot about it. So um, one thing I hate is that the hand are supposed to be these trained like assassins, and they just get annihilated. They're worse like than the, the floor foot. with them. Yep. They suck. Might Terrible. as well be. Might as well be ants. Yeah. What who wins in a fight then? The hand or the League of Shadows? The League. The League of Shadows is uh Ra's yeah. al Ghouls. Raish al Ghouls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. pardon me. Yeah. Uh yeah, League of Shadows by a million. Cause like the League of Shadows has, for lack of a better term, elite units. Like you know, they have named <laughs> villains that exist within their group, whereas the hand is just a hand outside of the beast. Mm. So they it's like always like, outsource yeah. to the hand, like yeah. <laughs> they need to work the on their internal development a little better. Yeah, they keep getting subcontractors. The middle management of the hand really needs to kind of step their game up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about X Deaths of Wolverine number four. I'll just show this cover one more time because I really think it looks awesome. I got that cover on the screen. Yeah, so yeah, yeah awesome. Um, so this, of course, is by Benjamin Percy, uh, Federico Vincenti. Uh, Dijo Lima did the colors and Corey Pettit did the letters and the design. And of course, Tom Muller credited for designing the whole thing. Um, notice we're doing X deaths of Wolverine and not lives. Uh, I had to make an executive decision and I went with my gut that this book was going to be really good. I can uh, tell you that I read X lives as well as X deaths and X deaths this week was actually way better. So, okay. All I right. didn't get to lives yet, so I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Uh, I mean, I'm not glad to hear that Lives wasn't good, but I'm glad that we read the better book. Um, I thought this was the best issue yet. This shit was crazy. 
we're, we're, it really feels like we're getting somewhere. This is not exactly the book that I thought it would be before it started, but it is exactly the book it needs to be. Holy shit. I, I still have an issue with it. In, in, oh, what? Man. Really? No, okay. Uh, uh, for the TikTok audience, I enjoyed this book. <laughs> <laughs> say it slower, say it slower. I just won't put that in there. Um, I enjoyed this book, but like the Moira machinations that are she's she gets fucking brutal in this she gets yes, leatherface style on this like literally skins banshee alive also that was wild poor banshee. damn i said i said out loud holy fuck i did too dude i i was yeah and i was so blown away my wife doesn't know anything about anything and i went she asked she said what and I, I had to explain it to her because I was just like, "Some somebody has to know this right now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Moira's pulling no punches. Go ahead, Tyler. You were you were yeah, finished. I feel like like this is not coming out of nowhere. Like mm. we know she's been through all these lives and stuff. But like, I'm with you, Sean. We're like, I feel like these that we missed something. There's a piece missing that it could have been that Moira book that we never got. You know. Um, where this is this was the trajectory she was always supposed to go on, but I feel like we're missing a little bit of the, um, I guess, evil turn, heel turn. There's an I mean, absent beat, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting from it. Because like up to up to this, uh, the skinning banshee part, I was like, okay, like this is pretty. I could see all of this to a certain degree, uh, but at that point, <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit like, yeah, cheap really went off the deep end here and i wonder how many things like this there will be in yeah. terms of like now that hickman's gone whoa this doesn't feel right because something was supposed to come before it and it didn't um i don't wish for that but i kind of feel like this is that so um but i will say that you know while it was insane and gruesome to see her skin banshee the way that she does she knows that he'll be back yeah. so it's cruel but you know there's a way around it you know? it's, it's in consequence the death death is inconsequential for x-men right now so right <laughs> yeah but she's still gotta Especially. do it right, <laughs> right. like <laughs> absolutely yeah. but i think you know that goes back to we gotta remember she lived a life mm -hmm. where she was with apocalypse yeah. so yeah. we probably haven't seen the depths of what she's willing to do yet Mm -hmm. um, and this almost makes me wish that Moira was a more active character post House and Powers because holy okay. shit, she's actually more interesting than Professor X and Magneto. Oh, yeah. And Kale, the, the stuff that's referenced in this regarding X Lives Wolverine, is that happening this week too? We're yeah. Like, yep. Okay. Yep. That uh, it almost seems like it makes sense as to why they both came out the same day. But yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, it takes a while to skin something. Like, I. Uh... Right? I'll give you that. Yeah. If you I'll guys skin anything, you know, it takes it takes a bit. Well, dude, think about the last or a couple of issues ago or whatever it was where she like changed her whole hairstyle, yeah, cut her arm. Easier. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're pulling that off. Uh Benjamin Percy's gonna have to explain that to me. But um, yeah, no, I, I was I thought this was fantastic. The way that uh Phalanx Wolverine talks about uh his children. And, you know, not his children um, was heartbreaking 
and it very it gave me heavy Terminator vibes, um, especially when um, Reese is speaking with Sarah Connor in the first movie. I was really, really feeling that. Um, but I felt for him. You know, this is this is the end. He's the end of the line for for mutants, and he watched them die. You know, including his family, including his friends. That sucks. Yeah, I, I think uh, Percy is really able to carry a lot of those emotional beats, and I think he's doing a good job. Um, I think telling this story. Um, I, I know that it, it feels like we are missing a bit of context there for some things, but um, I think I think what he's doing with it is it's working. Uh, he's he's able to pick up those pieces and keep pushing the, the narrative forward, and it's yeah. it's entertaining. It's it's really it's good. He writes a damn good Wolverine. Hell yeah, dude. Like, he's got that voice down pat. That's a great book. It's probably his voice, dude. Have you heard him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, all he's doing, he's just talking. That's that it. Sultry ass voice. His, his <laughs> voice has a beard. Like, <laughs> I can't think of another writer other than like literally Claremont who has done more for Wolverine and just had like a, just a legitimately really solid run. Uh, maybe like Mark Miller. Um, but I can't I can't Jason think of anybody Aaron. else. Aaron? Yeah. He was Aaron, okay, that's fair. No, that's fair. Aaron's run was real good. was like a whole other thing too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You got me. Schism. Um, did Schism too. Dude, you can get me on Schism. I, I'm not even going to get into it. But yeah, Schism was cool. Um, And then, you know, going forward, Moira sneaks into, you know, Krakoa vis-a-vis the skinning of of uh of uh banshee there but um she depowers bishop or um uh forge forge thank you she depowers forge that's crazy yeah just send him to the crucible and we'll get his powers back yeah absolutely um killed him like that's essentially what you did yeah, ex- exactly. There's, there's That's no crazy. No one can afford to have Forge powerless. Mm. Worthless. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. <laughs> we can't fix. It. Nobody else can fix all of this shit, right? If the toilet goes down, who's he they has gonna to go call? Go back to like fixing iPhones. Yeah, <laughs> he has to go back to his job at you break iFix. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, obviously, worse than that, she depowers the Phalanx Wolverine, mm. which means that he can't heal, which means that he is overcome by the Phalanx. That's bad. Bad news. Yeah. That part was cool. And then that last page, oh. uh, that last page where he's just like this half failing bone and that was cool. Yeah. Shit. Like muscle torn apart. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm holding it up. Um, great description by Marco. But yeah, um, it that that really made me excited to see the finale of this. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about a cliffhanger. Um, what the hell is this suit that Moira was in? Like, I, I know they showed it at the start of the scene, but uh, maybe, I guess I'm missing too. something. I haven't read something, but I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, it was an X-Force. It's like a Forge mech suit. Okay. Yeah, it's like a Krakoan mech suit sort of thing. Like, cool. Yeah, like semi-organic, right? It looks like mm. it's like, like wings mm. or something. Yeah, Krakoan tech. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this was awesome. This I, I this was my pick of the week. I, I thought this was brilliant. Yeah, this was good. This was real good stuff. I I I also wanted to to comment on like the art. It yeah. all felt super, um, just like kinetic, like mm. the 
beat by beat, you know, panel by panel. Uh, I like the use of like uh, blurs a lot in comics because it just like helps to evoke motion. And we got a lot of that here um, in the action sequences, some of the the gory stuff, um, like when uh, when when the Phalanx Wolverine just like uh, there's a lobotomy on the dude. Like they're just really good That's moments cool. here. That uh, it's a lot of fun. That was crazy. Yeah. That would probably fix my deviant septum too. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty nice actually. Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you, Tyler. Uh, if you were to like allow a little bit of phalanx into you, it might, you know, overhaul top to bottom, dude. Your hands. I think I could use that. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I'll take it too. Um, Eat cheese. Do you have some phalanx in you? Do you want some? <laughs> like that's where I thought you were going. Wait, Marco, why would I eat cheese? Because then you'd be able to eat cheese. Oh, 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 right. Yes, that I would be able to eat cheese. That is true. Thank you. Um, yeah, so pull it for sure, obviously. Uh not if you haven't been read. Like we're 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 deep in the weeds at this point. Like at this point, I can safely say this will be a good trade pickup for sure. Whenever I, I whenever I say that for a book that's passed like the first issue or whatever. I'm just I'm saying like if you've been reading it, keep on keep it on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not for the uninitiated. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy this if you haven't read uh, Inferno. Yeah, uh, House of Powers. Like you have to know this will make no sense at all if you haven't been reading those. Um, I wouldn't pick this up if you're a fan of Banshee. <laughs> if you're Irish, don't pick this up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit! What am I doing here? Mm. Pull the it, best part about yeah. that, not to, not to harp on the Banshee scene, but like the best part is like it's a text thread in those like yeah. patented, uh, yeah, you know, Hox Pox X Men data pages. And yeah, then like it's jump cut, he's skinned alive. Like <laughs> it's funny. I um I have Benjamin Percy's essays on writing, and he has a whole book, a whole chapter on uh, depicting violence and like what to depict, and. Wow. Going going between those two moments, I was like, "Oh, interesting." Is that a book that he put out, or yeah, it's called "Thrill Me." Huh. All right. Cool. It's downstairs, but um, we got a question before we move on from TM Fishback, who is a new commenter. Thank you for joining us. Uh, try to leave us that follow if you'd be so kind if you haven't already. 69th follower um, at this point, so if you want to be that guy, oh, feel you have. I mean, you have to. Uh, what's your guys' thought on Team Alpha Flight? That's interesting go. because I'm gonna, not, go I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I have never spent a minute thinking about Alpha Flight outside of the uh, X Men animated series. Um, for me, I live closer to Canada now, so it's constantly on my mind. Mm. Um, uh, you I gotta like know who's Alpha in your Flight. backyard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like Alpha Flight as like a a backup team that's in the in the background. Like I like Puck, uh, Sasquatch. Mm, Puck is cool. Um, they're really was it um Al Ewing really utilized them well in his Immortal Hulk run as really like it was like right. half of Alpha Flight used as um, the supporting cast for for Bruce Banner. I thought that was a really good use of it. I only know Alpha Flight from the Claremont stuff. Um, like uh, un- Uncanny X Men, and they pop up, you know, sparingly. They're cool, cool designs, cool characters, but no super familiarity with them. I don't really know Puck's deal. He's just a short, short guy. 
who can do uh, acrobatics. He's acrobatic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's acrobatic. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like Wolverine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> minus the claws. Yeah. Uh, Fishback, what's what are your thoughts on Alpha Flight? Are you like a, a super fan? Because if you are, that would be a first, and I, that's cool. I like that. And recommend a series. Yeah. Did uh did something new happen with Alpha Flight? Um, uh, I mean, Gamma Flight was a pre a, a book that just finished like two months ago, which was like an offshoot of Immortal Hulk. Uh, I feel like I read something where Alpha Flight is coming. Yeah, somewhere. The the most recent Alpha Flight thing that I saw was in um, Avengers versus. Oh. Shit, what was the team? Uh, it was Avengers versus some team, and Ryan Katie uh wrote it. And the Russian their... team, sorry, the Russian team, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, the, yeah. yes, and oh. they were in that. It was like a yeah. one shot, right? What we read was a one shot, but it actually continued, continued, okay, yeah. Um, that was really cool, they were cool in that. Some that was good. the ones that were in it, yeah. Um, hopefully, that answers your question. Let's get into Devil's Reign. This is number five, uh, five of six, but don't let that fool you because there is an Omega issue that is coming. So, um, so five of seven. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so at least we know that, you know, there's a little bit more left um, that softens the blow of the main story being close to closing out. This was also in my eyes, extremely good. Um, yes. I should go over the creative team real fast before we dive in. Of course, Chip Zdarsky did the writing here. Marco uh, Chiquetto did the art. Uh, colors by Marcio Menez and letters by Clayton Cowles, who somehow manages to letter every book I read. He's chained up somewhere, I think. Yes. Yeah. In the basement. Mm-hmm. He's, he's chained up next to that monkey that's trying to write Shakespeare. Like just, <laughs> like they only feed him when he uh, puts out a book. <laughs> well, he's, he's Gets fed a lot then. Uh, so the first comment that I need to make about this is that uh, it's really a question. Uh, can Jessica Jones's pants be any lower? Yeah, yes, I can. saw that. I saw that and I went, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those aren't modern pants, I don't think. But also, nope. I feel like Jessica Jones is the type that would still be stuck in the 2000s. Sure. Like, that's fair. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, this was good stuff, dude. Yeah, speak on it. Yeah, this um, yeah. I, I so uh, notoriously, I do not um, read events, and this is probably some of like this is a this is a real good event. Um, the the opening page, like post the uh, cliffhanger from last issue, and then just the I thought the first three panels just super powerful because you immediately understand the rage um, from Kingpin Kingpin's end. Uh, and then the way that Matt gets depicted is like this distorted, evil, dark figure, um, and all that culminating in the end. Like, cool, they did the you know the super heroics and action shit in the middle. Fine, you know whatever. Uh, that didn't light me on fire, but um, <laughs> you didn't like the super the, heroics part of a superhero event book. <laughs> <laughs> but when Kingpin comes in and like has trashed the place, and he's just there out for literal blood. Yeah. Uh, no care for casualties like that was cool that's that's like evil incarnate shit and i was there for that yeah yeah same um so this issue covers almost if not every single thread 
that's been you know laid throughout the series so far so it has a lot of work to do um in prior reviews you guys talked about how it felt like things were rushing along and nothing really got its space obviously since then we've had a ton of different tie-ins um did you feel that that was still a problem here i think it did did. it felt like a lot was happening but it this one felt paced better i think like it felt like everything got its moment or the moment it needed at least good beats i felt like it was paced better because of the story so what happens in it is that uh, kingpin really kind of just throws everything out the window because of a personal vendetta which is classic kingpin it's the reason why he always fucks up is because he takes everything so personally and this having a memory taken from him is like the worst thing you could do to him and because of that literally all his plans are out the window he's like i don't care i'm going out for blood and that turns everyone's plan on like on its head yeah so like the plot is forced like all the plots a b c d are forced to react to that right and i think that quick turn here um makes me realize oh yeah this could be six issues like it it is such a monumental (laughs) shift in the story but also a natural shift in a way sure um that i think it really works for the event and uh it shows me like oh typical wilson fist he's gonna fuck himself over Uh, (laughs) big time (laughs) big time dude and 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 that's you know chip has such a great understanding of all these characters um which I don't know what it is. It shouldn't be a surprise, but sometimes I I see what he's capable of, and I'm like, mm. damn, how? Mm-hmm. Like you, you're you were you've been an artist, and I knew you as such for so long that when I read this and it's so damn good, uh, it's re- it's extra remarkable. Um, L- like yeah. he like he hasn't. He's definitely earned his chops, but like every time I see his name, I go. Do I want that? And, and then you read it, and you're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, 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 absolutely." Is it because um, of the kayfabe shtick that is Chip Zdarsky? That like that, that still kind of clouds you. He's like this. That could be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, and because of you, Tyler, the, I believe the first uh, Chip Zdarsky thing I read, pretty sure was Howard the Duck because of that nice. damn book club game. <laughs> nice. You're welcome. <laughs> It was good. It was good. I did not think so, but that's okay. <laughs> I um, wonder if you'd reread that if you can see where it's good in there. No. And probably not. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> good at all. <laughs> um, this is not for me. That doesn't mean it's not good. But um, so I want to talk about there are a few moments that I thought were insane. So just even the the, the earlier points of the book um, with the kid, the uh, the uh, the son of what's his name? The purple man. Thank you. Purple man. Um, trying to take over US agent and like US agent clearly fighting that off. And then all the kids just getting electric shocked by Electro. Holy shit. So awesome. Um, I love Electro, the the new one. Um, she's super cool. And so seeing her get a moment like that was awesome. Um, in these events. You know, you don't have much opportunity to shine. So her getting her shit in right there. Awesome. If that's the only moment she gets, I'll be happy. I like the usage of 
Kilgrave in this. Yes. Kilgrave is probably one of the most evil people in the Marvel universe. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> like there is, I mean, if you read Alias, yeah, there's some real fucked up shit there. Or if you mm-hmm. watch the Jessica Jones show, uh, David Tennant, oh, so fucking good as as Kilgrave. Um, but Wilson Fisk using him as a weapon, really, and a weapon mm-hmm. against the city because he's like, fuck the city at this point. I have mm-hmm. a score to settle. Um, is honestly scary, and especially with how prominent Jessica Jones is in this. Um, th- there is almost a PTSD I get when those two characters kind of show up that, that mm-hmm. is on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that I, that Jessica Jones probably feels in the moment. Right. Um, and, and knowing like those two are going to come to a, a head in this. And that's only like the F plot <laughs> um, yeah. is, is, is pretty wild. Honestly. Hillgrave is the, is one of the few characters that I can think of in the moment who would be a monster and a very like obvious, we all understand how he would be a monster without powers. Mm. Like, even if he didn't have powers, he would still be a disgusting person. And I think that adds to the villainy of the character. Like, you know, um, some of them just want to rob the bank. And now that they have the power to do that, they do it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, he wants to fuck with people and manipulate and abuse them. And you can do that without powers. People do that every day in real life. Mm. yeah he's just that guy also gaslighting right yeah also uh one of the most powerful villains especially for like a new york Mm. street level character really good to use as like almost a MacGuffin from a power standpoint in a in a book like this um really smart decision on zadarsky's part Still don't know if I care about the ox from all the other dimensions or whatever. That's kind of random, um, but they're there. Um, we get an update on Luke Cage's, um, you know, bid for mayor, which, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm still smarting over the City on Fire book being canceled. It's similar to like the Moira blank spot that I feel like we have. I feel like there's a blank spot here, too. Mm. And we literally know it's true, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that sucks. But, uh, yeah, big action, a lot of cool moments. The ending with Kingpin is the highlight of the book, I think. Yep, for sure. So there's a dude who looks like Matt Murdock, but is definitely not. And we find out that he's not even real, which I laughed out loud when he said, I'm not real. He's a magical brother of (laughs) Matt Murdock that came about in some weird 80s comic. Right. Yeah. Um, that was really funny that he said it that way, but, um, it's interesting because he works with Kingpin's son and obviously the, the real Matt Murdock and Kingpin's father, the new Kingpin, um, uh, is, you know, their arch enemies. So, um, interesting, but yeah, Kingpin goes to this dude's house and just straight up beats him to death. Yeah. In front of Kirsten McDuffie too. So honestly, like, I'm okay with this because I've always thought like I think it's like Mike Murdoch is his his name that he goes by really something yeah. goofy. Um, yeah, I always thought it was too goofy, and and the fact that this guy has one of the Nornstones just in a a vault in Hell's <laughs> Kitchen is that's a problem. Loki yeah. used the Nornstones in Siege, like they're a big deal. Um, 
But using this as a way to write off Matt Murdock and let Dare, like let Daredevil be Daredevil um, for this new series, I think it's a very interesting point. Oh, I didn't even gone. think about that. Yeah, that that's gone at this point because Matt Murdock would have been dead. So this frees up mm. the actual Matt Murdock to do something different. Um, so I'm, I'm, this th- that it, that it justifies the number one that's coming out. But my question is, if Matt Murdock is presumed dead, how can he resume his life? I don't think he does. I think he just goes full, full on into Daredevil. Mm. He'll probably become his brother, his fake brother. (laughs) He'll become the fake brother. He'll be Mike Murdock. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mike Murdock. What's going on, Matt? Uh, Yeah, phenomenal issue. Just so well executed from top to bottom. I really can't wait for this. Finale. An abomination. Like that dude never shows up anymore. That was cool. I love Abomination, man. One of the best designs out there. And Chichetto drawing it. Oof. And how cool was that panel, too, by the way, where he uh I'll just show it and, and I'll also describe it, but like where he jumps on the scene, he's like bent down, crouched down. He would be so much bigger than that panel if he stood up. You know, like it really helps to establish the scale of him. Mm. Um, the way that that was done, real smart. Uh, just a great book. Yeah, I, damn. I want to make this my pick of the week. Now that we're talking about it, <laughs> I'll allow it. All right, I'm switching. Yeah. Sorry, X deaths, but this is that good <laughs> shit. And that cover too is so good. Just yeah, it really the, is. The white pouring down his shoulders. It's mm. uh, even though it's yeah. got both not Peter Parker Spider-Man on it like it's still still really good <laughs> you just you just hate it yeah, I love I love Miles I'm not sure about that costume my guy come on that's mm. that's fine obviously pull if you you know if you've been up to date yeah no doubt for sure oh dude mm. I'm so hyped for this hardcover it's gotta be a hardcover oh. that comes out right yeah yeah <laughs> for sure so I don't I don't buy a lot of hardcovers for books that I read. Like they, they have yeah. to be like things I've really, really loved. Um, this is definitely one that I will buy. Sure. Yeah. Well, there was that one time I screwed up and bought Ten of Swords. Um, <laughs> it was uh, read the book, right? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I got to get on that pre-order, man. Hawkspots is so good. Dude, it was like $30 or something. Maybe it was 50 and the cover price obviously should have been a lot more than whatever I paid. So I was like, yo, got to get it. There's no way I won't like this. Psych. Um, <laughs> let's talk about yeah. Little Monsters number one. Uh, this is the first, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the first book to come out of Jeff Lemire's exclusive deal with Image. Yep. Um, and the art is by uh-huh. Dustin Wen. Uh, Steve Wands did the letters and the overall design. I am going to talk as little as possible in this segment because I understand now that uh, Jeff Lemire is simply not for me. No. I want you to expand upon that, though, actually. Just one of those things, man. Uh, I don't get it. This I, 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 I found this to be dry. And, you know, what's the furthest place from here just came out and this feels like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I don't think that there's like a, a an aping thing going on. It's just that the timing is what it is. And I didn't love that. And I felt like that was a lot more immediately arresting than this was. 
Um, I don't love books that are not in color. Uh, and obviously, again, all this is just personal stuff, but I don't love that. Um, and I don't think a single thing interesting happened in this book. That's my problem. Um, I This is an image first issue. And what I mean by that is nothing happens until the last page. <laughs> nothing is interesting, really. Man, I... Sean, you called out all the things that I enjoyed about this. Book. <laughs> Good, that's literally perfect. Good. The the art, like it being black and white, took me out of it for a second because Dustin Wynn works in watercolor. Like that's his that's his go to, that's his thing, right? So like the cover, yeah, the cover, right? Yeah, drastic art change, right? That hooked me immediately. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We're seeing him experiment with something. He's trying something. This looks like all digital, which is super interesting to me because. I don't think I've ever, I don't know that he's ever done a book that's full digital like this. Um, plus it's black and white. It is antithetical to everything in his style. And I immediately drew me to it. And man, uh, Lemire writing dry, slow moments. I'm here for that, man. Like those are, those are the things that I think he, he establishes, he establishes characters. You get to just see interactions. And then he expounds upon them. And and that's what I, I like his work for. Um, so this this worked for me. This very much worked for me um, as as a complete package, I think. This was book uh, book my book of the week. Wow. Mar- Marco, correct me if I'm wrong, but like Jeff Lemire is one like the kings of slow burn, uh, character-centric coming-of-age mm-hmm. stories with either a sci-fi or fantasy twist to it. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I I agree with you. I think the the change to the Dustin Wynn art with little allusions to like what he's known for, like with the kid with the coloring, you know, the color yeah. crayons mm-hmm. and the colored pencils. I love those things. Or the blood from when, you know, like spoiler, they're vampires. Um in that. Um I, I did enjoy the art. I, I'm I've always liked Dustin Wynn, but I, again, like I'm kind of in the middle between you and Sean and Kel. Um mm. being at like nothing really happened. And also I feel like all the characters names are too similar. Um, there's like a lot of ease, a lot of people. Ours. Are. I don't, I remember Ronnie. That's about I it. Rex. Bat. Bart. Bats. Bats. Yeah. Bats. Yeah. Bats. Yeah. Billy. My son's name is Bort. Um, but, Blorbo yeah. from my shows. <laughs> I thought it was, it was fine. Um, I, this is one of those things where like, yeah, I, I will try and read issue two if it doesn't come out on a week like this again. Mm-hmm. If it comes out on another fucking crazy week like this, I'm not sure I'll get to it. Um, but I trust Jeff Lemire enough to know that I do tend to like his stories eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it just sometimes is slow to get to it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's like we like we said, like the the art. I think is incredible. Dustin Nguyen is doing some really good stuff. Um, but uh, I think there are ways to show character and still give me a reason to keep going. Of course. You know, and and I just like I, I <laughs> the art is half the battle, right? It's even 75% of the battle, sure. Yeah. But what what is going to, you know, 
what content is going to get me to pick up the next issue. It can't just be the cliffhanger at the last page. And do you, do you really want to need to read another uh, teenagers at the apocalypse story? Like I feel like there's a lot of them. Jeff Lemire yeah. himself has written one of them in Sweet Tooth. <laughs> Gee, I can't imagine why. Yeah, yeah, it's super in vogue right now. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I agree with Kale. Like, you can you can do so much character work. I don't even feel like I don't know. I don't want to bash it. Um, I love I, I like these creators a lot and I, I never want to come on here and do that. But um, I feel like you can like I didn't care about a single moment of the book. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't nothing happened where I was like, oh, yeah, I feel for these kids or oh, that's mm-hmm. sad or I feel they're hard or I couldn't connect. And that's really what I was hoping for, because, yeah, you can you could have a book where only where there's literally just two characters having a conversation for 24 pages. And that can be good if it's good. You know, if we care. A lot of these are silent panels, too. Yeah. This was a super fast read for me because most of it was silent. And like in terms of like what happened there, there is the cliffhanger. But outside of that, one guy fell. A guy plays guitar. A guy finds crayons. Like things happen, but things don't really happen in it. Uh, Sean, can you pull up? Because uh, my screen's not going to work. But like, um, <laughs> uh, it's page twelve. It's Ra- Rami is on it. It's just like it's one of the silent pages where um, I just showed this one because yeah. Sean, this one, like where he picks up, he picks up the toy. Let's see if I can find it. Um, but in it, right, it, there's an establishing shot um, where it's Rami. He's alone. It looks dystopian. Uh, he's looking through the window of a car. He finds a bag. Inside the bag, he picks up this stuffed toy, and he just chucks it. And that to me was was cool because we're we're seeing this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the page right before that. Okay, got it. And um, we're seeing we're seeing that, you know, this is yes, this is a moment of like loss of innocence in this post apocalyptic world. He's fighting here for survival. Obviously, this is before we know that they're vampires. But um, those are the beats that for me, like won me over for this book. I I, I really like that he's able to communicate that both win and that uh, Lemire uh, scripted this to be silent and to just show you a small moment. And that's how, th- those are the things that I like Lumiere for. I, I really respect when he's able to to do and capture an emotion in a really small beat. That's very fair. Everything you just said sounds awesome. Um, I guess I just wish it was communicated. Maybe uh, just I guess for me, just in a little bit of more of an interesting way. Um, I think if this, it, it's kind of weird to say this. I hate saying things like this about comics. Everything you just said, if it were shown, um, if this were like, if those same beats were hit in like a TV show or a movie, I would have been able to feel them more Mm. Um, because you have faces, you have human bodies that are, you know, enacting all of those things. And I think it would have hit me more. I just couldn't feel it here. And I, it sucks. I wanted to like this. I picked it for a reason. If if I knew I wasn't going to like it, we would have just done Radiant Red, you know? Where did you guys read this in your reading order? I'm curious. First, last. 
It was last for me. I thought last, it would be the thing I yeah, would really no, enjoy. Yeah. I'm lying. I read it first because I read it through uh, it, every week. Image gives us um, digital copies of all the books. Uh, so I read it through that. Mm. I, I read it last. Uh, and I think Same. that didn't help me. Uh, because mm, after enough. reading a book where the Kingpin beats the shit out of uh, Mike Murdoch and Banshee gets skinned alive and Punisher kills a whole bunch of the hand, I went to like a really slow black yeah. and white book. Yeah. And it just, yeah. I think it was a little jarring in terms of where I read it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll do an image number one first as like a, a nice appetizer next time. But yeah, that's a good point. Um, I feel uncomfortable saying pass because i recognize that this is very clearly like a specifically my taste thing and i would hate for you to for this to be your thing and then you hear me say pass and you don't buy it um i think it's a fair caveat though just yeah i i would pass but see some preview images maybe listen to the other guys they have different opinions than me but i would say pass it's a Lemire for me, so that's that's an automatic trade weight in a good way. Like I'm, I will come back to this. Yeah, I'm gonna stick on this one. This is uh, definitely a uh, pick it up for me. Pull it. Um, I say pass. I'm okay with saying pass. It's just, it's, it's not for me either. Mm. Isn't Little Monsters also a movie too? Yeah. The one with like Wolfman has nard, nards or something like that, or or. I feel like I've heard it before, but then I thought maybe I'm thinking about Real Monsters, the Nickelodeon oh, show. Ah, uh, Real Monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Classic where it's like Goonies meets Universal Monsters. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, what is that? That's the Little oh, no, Monsters. Little Monsters is the Fred Savage movie where he has a monster under his bed. But... I don't know that one. Um, and the monsters played by Howie Mandel. Yeah, that's a weird movie. I remember that one. Ah, that's mm. very weird. Um, let's move on because we have limited time today. Uh, let's do the, uh, um, uh, the comics, comics tag. tag. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mark. Uh, so, like <laughs> yeah. Yo. Okay. Ant buck wild. Um, I'll start off by saying, um, uh, before you go, Marco, like my time's gotten a little looser, so feel free Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to expound. Yeah. Um, the art, uh, I like it a lot. Um, I like the art a lot. Uh, I think it, I like, I like Larson. Uh, I think he does good stuff. Um, the, the color work here is pretty good. Uh, there are just moments in this book. There's a lot of captions. Okay. I thought spawn was bad. No, there's a lot of fucking captions. This The entire, I'm going to say this. What is this? Look at this page. Let me see if this works. Can we? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's see if this works. <laughs> Look at all these captions. Okay. You can see the boxes, yeah. It's There's very just... old school comics. That it doesn't even yeah. seem that bad, though. But on every there other page. Little monsters that he just read. Like, <laughs> Marco likes yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> on, on literally, on like every, every other page has just captions and captions. Uh, it, it, fine, right? The, the, there's, there's very much a style to it that I think I appreciate it because it hmm. feels very in line with the stuff that we've been reading with Spawn. And so and this is the Spawn crossover issue as well. So it felt appropriate. Does he um, show up in this? He does. He shows up at the okay. end to fight the the big bad. And uh, uh, he's cool. He's like has, it's a different suit. He's wearing like, he looks almost like Rorschach. He's wearing like an overcoat. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to find a good page. Yeah, yeah. 
He has a he has an overcoat on. Uh, uh, let me see these. Like it's it's oh, it's, huh. cool. Huh. Yeah, we got it, a bouncer spawn different. There. Uh, and honestly it was <laughs> it was a fun dance. issue like outside of the i think the pacing and the, the some of the word vomit um it was actually kind of fun <laughs> outside of the word vomit it's a good book so okay that ant character is still the same little girl from the first issue that we see or whatever right this is uh i don't know if it's a little girl she's like she's grown she, now but she was a little girl when we first saw her right yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you showed us a panel oh. off screen. That's right. Wait, let me pull that one up. Yeah. And this is the same little girl. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to be a prude or whatever. Obviously, you guys know I'm into I all can give of context. It. But we have seen this girl as a baby. And so for me, that's just a little weird. But the next page, full nudity. Like it, but only from behind. You don't like wait. Uh, and that I don't know if I can show on Twitch. But, no, let's not even do that. Yeah. So the and she's running full nude and to, into the sewer, and then jumps oh, yeah. into the sewer and becomes the ant. Gets the costume on and. I, I believe um, so. Ant wasn't created by Larson. Um, right. No, no. Larson it's I, I believe a, a some European comic, uh, either Italian or French. Yeah, but I think Larson realized the problematic nature of it being a preteen girl. <laughs> um, yeah. And mm-hmm. either recast the character. Murphy, Murphy just said, uh, bro, I got to show you the OG ant. Oh, so you know it's going to be some fucked up shit. Yeah. So, but I, I believe Larson recognized that he either uh, aged up the character or uh, recast the superhero. He did something to make her age appropriate. And uh, didn't, consciously. The, didn't the original creator base it on his real daughter? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. There's some some weird shit like that. I remember reading about this. I'm uncomfortable. Big, big sus. That yeah. is sus. <laughs> so you liked it then? Yeah, it's pretty good. The first issue was rougher than than this one for sure. And to be fair, I think the first issue was like a heavy homage to the original Ant. So yeah, yeah. I guess that, uh, that's well, that, that's not better. Murphy says that the. Uh, it was an American guy, and yeah. it was created while he was in prison. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> not great. Um, but so it's my turn for comic sag. Wait, Indeed. are you oh. gonna keep reading? I don't know. Uh, actually, wait. <laughs> yes, we get them. We get them for, with image. So we get them in the email. So for sure. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna read it. Yeah. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Um. So I wanted to tag kale mm. um this week eternals uh came out and i think you're gonna dig eternals i i i really do um, uh what is this the trade this is i think the trade came out already but oh. um i was gonna tell you to do if I, 10, either right? either the trade or issue 10 because i think that's where we're starting with the um avengers event and i i very much like what um what's his face um, um Gillen. Gillen has been doing and i think i think you get a kick out of it i i like his writing i like the way he characterizes um all of the players and if this is the setup for the event i think it's gonna be good it's good the book itself is great yeah for yeah, sure yeah it is, um, it is a good book art and everything oh oh man uh you read uh did you, did you read last issue tyler with um, i got to it no 
Okay, okay. Um, maybe. I might have. Was it the big fight scene or was it like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I did read it, yeah. Okay, great <laughs> stuff, right? Like... Yeah. Will I need to read the trade uh, to know what the hell is going on? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Marco, actually. I think it might be better to do, like, tell him to read, like, issue one or the trade. Yeah, fine. Like, read. I, see, I, yeah. I didn't like issue one. It gets we read better. that for the show. It, it gets much better. I would say do the trade. Do the trade. Oof, that's a brutal tag. I, I think you. I think you're gonna enjoy it, dude. Really. Mm. Is like, it on I unlimited? Uh, uh probably because I think on, it might be. It went on hiatus to do those one shots for a bit, so you probably all have right. all of it on unlimited. If it's on, if it's on unlimited, I'll do the trade and ten. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um. So I don't know if it is yet. I'm checking. Kieran Gillen Eternals got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll update you guys on that next week. Uh, Kale, I'm sorry if you have to read the trade. Um, I don't think you are. <laughs> I actually am, dude. I couldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> I I dropped off, man. I I just I don't know. Mm. How many? Uh, how 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 far along did you did you get, John? I want to say it was about four issues. It was either three or four. I think. Mm, okay. It, it peaks. Or not that it peaks, but like it starts showing what it's doing. Um, there's a big moment in it, and I think since then it's gotten really good. Hmm. Okay, hmm. I, I'm on record. I'm gonna jump back in because I, I this event is like it's it seems like it's gonna be fantastic. So I'm gonna catch up. Is, is writing two thirds of the uh, books that are tying into it. So yeah, it it looks like it is uh, on. I, for, for whatever reason, the trade is reading as uh, $0 for me. So I'm assuming that means it is. Sure. I'm unlimited. Might yeah, unlimited. Actually, they might have done that right before the Eternals movie. Now I'm thinking I think you're, I I think you're right. Like yeah. A, something special that they did. Like they broke the unlimited time frame for it. Mm -hmm. um, didn't really help the movie, obviously. But all right. For what it's know, worth, Matt says he loves Eternals. Yes. Yeah. He also loves Ant. Um, Pals polls. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go first with the Pals polls in this one. So sure. I picked uh, World's Finest Batman Superman by uh, the returning Mark Way to DC Comics. Oh, that's next week. What the hell? Yeah. And uh, Dan Mora on art. So Ooh, let's go. My God, that is about as a list as you can get right now. Yo, did Dan Mora come out of nowhere out like before? Power Rangers and like he blew up on he that. He was doing WWE for a while. Really? Right. Yeah, yeah he was. Yep. Didn't Dan Mora do the Klaus book that we read? That's right. He did Klaus too, yeah. Yeah, I think that was around the same time as Power Rangers. Mm. Uh, and dude, this this classic blue cape Batman with the red symbol. I mean the the yellow symbol right in his chest. Oh man. I'm hyped for this. It looks like an out of continuity kind of like just team up book too, which haven't had in a while, so I'm pretty it's excited. It's gonna be this. good. Uh, and I also picked uh, Reckoning War Trial of the Watcher, which seems to be kind of a one shot um, detailing some more Watcher backstory that ties into Reckoning War. I'm picking this up because it's uh, Javier Fernandez, uh, Javier Rodriguez on art. And uh, anytime Javier Rodriguez is on art, that's good. I'll pick it up. So, uh, Sean, you had Carnage number one, which really confused me. <laughs> Why? 
because I'm like, didn't Carnage Forever just come out? And I realized Carnage Forever was not the name of the ongoing. It was just a one shot to lead into this. It was essentially an alpha. Right. Yeah. So um, Carnage have two number ones in less than a month. So I, I was confused, but dude, it's the year of Carnage. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> Rob V is writing Carnage. Like, I don't even think that the book needs any other kind of sell. That's crazy. Um, and you know that Rom is going to do something. He's going to wax philosophical about the essence of chaos or just some, something nuts that is somehow going to bring uh, clarity and depth to a character who has never had either one of those things. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then on art is David uh, Micheline. Micheline? No, that's... So is I believe the artist is French. Oh no, I'm sorry. Mama. It says it says Ron Lim. So I think there's a lot of stuff in here because Ron okay. Lim and David Michelin are also on this. And Michelin was like the guy who wrote like the Venom stuff way That's back. That's right. Yeah, I'm going crazy. How could I forget that? Um, um yeah. So I don't I don't know what is there gonna be backups in here? Is there gonna be a reprint of something in here? It, it, usually those reprints don't get put on the cover, so uh, I'm kind of curious to see what this is. It seems like a best of both worlds, modern day and throwback kind of comic. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, I'm here for whatever it is that Rom V has to say. And I'm sure that like, I'm assuming the artist is Francesco Mana. Um, mm. I'm sure that'll be great. Um, this is going to be cool. So I'm excited. <laughs> uh, Matt <laughs> puts Ron Lim thumb down. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Um, Kale, you had the Fantastic Four Hickman Omnibus hardcover. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I, maybe I'm just turning into an omnibus person, but um, they're good. I, I think this is the third week in a row that I've picked omnibus. Um, Jonathan Hickman's uh, Fantastic Four is like, I mean, it's pretty much where it all started for Marvel. No, I guess it's not entirely true, but I, that. Modern Marvel has a lot to, like, a lot of it is here. You're, you're kind of yeah. right. Yeah. And I read, I think I read this just after it came out um, in trade. And uh, the Council of Reeds and the Death of the Human Torch. And man, I am all about Hickman's Fantastic Four. Is is this the this is FF right? Like, um, this is where they... all that starts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. that that like Spider Man joins or something, right? Yeah. And okay. Okay. That I remember starting to read and liking it very much. It was the one of the very few um, mm -hmm. Fantastic Four stuff that I've ever read. Uh, yeah. It um it starts here. They they split the Fantastic Four and the FF which becomes like the future foundation mm. um, to do, you know, better stuff for the world or whatever. I might pick this one up. Definitely yeah, this buying is, this. This, one, is, this 100%. is great stuff. Mm -hmm. This will also just like look good on a shelf too. So, um, so I actually, so when the death of human torch happened, they polybagged the issue um, and I picked one up and I somehow pulled the Hickman signed, Bagley variant. Oh, wait, 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 hold that up again, please. Yeah, wait, pull it back, pull it back, get in oh frame. Oh my god, there it is. 
Oh my god. How much does that go for, dude? I don't even know. I had trouble finding it. Um but yeah, it's like it's it's like the version variant too, so it doesn't even have like the title on it. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, and I just picked it up from my comic shop just randomly. I'm gonna look it up after the show. I'm kinda curious. Um never sell that. That's cool. Bleeding cool article about it. It sold for three hundred dollars back in two thousand eleven. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's nice, dude. Congrats. Um, and then, oh. Kale, you also had Eliotor Strange. Or Strange. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sean would say. Yes. I, I yes. was waiting for the uh, the picture to pop up on Twitch because that's the only place I can Sorry, see yeah, it. Yeah, this is uh, Jed McKay on uh, the death of Doctor Strange. Um, I really uh, gave this a hard time. Uh, when it was announced because of the film and the death tie-in and the very obvious marketing machine. But Marco says it's really good. And I uh, I really enjoyed uh, uh, Strange. Is it Strange? Yeah. That we read uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm going to give it a shot. I'm glad I didn't make this your um your pick because it was between this or eternals but i'm like mm, no no eternals mm, oh that reminds me eternals is on unlimited okay. i've had it downloaded for weeks so <laughs> this is just an excuse to get to it uh and then marco you had uh also on here the hidden dungeon only i can enter uh mm-hmm, volume mm-hmm. five how was how, right. uh, how that uh, you know, I'm a big fan of entering dungeons and especially mm-hmm. ones that um, only are I forbidden. Enter, that are forbidden. That's right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I just saw the art on Twitch. Oh, my God. So I'm I'm picking it up starting on volume five because I figured, you know, what better time uh-huh. to get in, to jump into a story than on the fifth volume? Yeah, of course. Um, of course. And uh, the creative team here being... Uh, the creative team uh you know great stuff really like their work so um definitely excited to get to grab this this is what happens guys when you don't give me the picture your, your pals polls before like two minutes before we go live someone doesn't uh, do their homework <laughs> pick them for you. Uh, i thought uh oh yeah there it is eternals the heretic also comes out next week so marco you can uh, actually talk about that uh, one <laughs> marco i do want to hear about this next week <laughs> so right. like this is like comics tag junior like you do have to read this and give a full report on it could, could i start with volume one okay okay man you it's your punishment if that's okay. if that's what you want to do okay do you want me to read Yo. the synopsis of that of that previous book no i don't um, <laughs> at a dance party hosted by earl born the mysterious phantom has kidnapped and made off with the born family jewels noir sets off in pursuit along with lila who is armed with a demon fist attack oh boy uh, will Noir be able to uh, rescue Emma from this master thief? Who are you, Roman Reigns? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That that's what he does, Marco. He does the he he, he checks his fists. He oh, I bet he does. He checks his wrists. He wants to make sure that they're they're safe. Unbelievable, dude. Um, but uh, Eternals, the heretic. Uh, this is, I'm not sure if this is one of the other, like in between, um, issues, like it's not necessarily part of the, um, uh, the run, 
So I've been picking those up. I think I, I really like the 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 world building that uh, Gillen does, especially in these one-off issues. So uh, this one is specific to Uranus. Um, and uh, not mine, yours. Sorry, not mine, yours. Haha. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I I enjoy these one-off stories. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this up because I like I really like the world that he's establishing here. And the art is by Ryan Bodenheim. Um, not familiar, but the the, the creative teams have been um, pretty stellar. This cover is phenomenal. I mm-hmm. I, I am buying this one hundred thousand percent. Dude, Assad Ribich on all of these. Oh man, he's like he does the main book art, but he does all the covers, and that's cool. That's that consistency has been really really nice to see. Ugh. And Sean, I don't Sad know if this this uh, sells you on Eternals a little better. It's essentially the Thanos ongoing featuring the Eternals. <laughs> I like Thanos, obviously. Thanos is one of the coolest uh, Marvel characters, but um, that doesn't... Because no, I bought the book because Thanos was going to be in it. Mm. And it's then... Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, well... That's going to do it for us here on Pals Pull. So many books uh, coming out next week that are awesome. Let us know what you are pulling next week. Um, and uh, if you want to tag us, feel free. You can get us wherever you get us. There's a comment section and you can leave us a tag. We'll read whatever book you suggest. Um, if you're in our Discord server, I always think it's pretty cool when you guys share your polls with us on there so if you just want to uh pop in and share the polls for the week we always love to see that it's awesome join our discord server if you haven't if you're a listener of the show and you like our vibe and stuff like that um you will get more of it on our discord twitch.tv slash the comics pals every single wednesday at 6 p.m eastern to listen to this very show live thank you to everyone who joined us Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern to listen to the main show live. Uh, DC done goofed. And by DC, I mean DC Films. And we're going to talk about that this week. Um, Are we going to talk about this uh, Justice League Avengers shit? uh, That's how I'm going to start the show, actually, because I'm too hot on it to not uh, start with that. Um, So, yeah, YouTube.com slash The Comics Pals for... Uh, all of our cool stuff. We've got some shorts up there, TikTok as well. Go check us out. Uh, somehow we got 4,000 views on a Batman snippet. If you want to see Tyler get roasted, Yo, head on over to... Uh, idiot. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> what, was your nice, favorite, I, what was your favorite comment, uh, Tyler? I'll, I'll bring it up real quick. Let's, let's, let's see what we got here. Um, I, I like responding to him because like, I respond Wait, are, are, with, like, are you sure you can see the screen? Energy. What's that? Are you sure you can see the screen? <laughs> Can I, like share the screen or you know are you sure you can see the screen oh yeah i mean if i get real close to it i can and open your eyes a bit yeah for me oh, let's just talk okay she's she's what is he talking about 90 minutes in what took that man 90 minutes to realize it took me 10 and i responded with he's slow cut him some slack so you know <laughs> um where is it where is it uh this convo bro what 90 minutes Jeez. uh let's see Took me an hour and a half to realize I'm a dead ass loser. <laughs> Bud. All right. Oh, I told him I literally said this to my therapist today. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, TikTok's great. We need to do his therapist, and he said, 
I'm about to get roasted on TikTok. You don't <laughs> even know. I mean, it's kind of like a like a rite of passage, I feel. That's the harshest comment section we've ever had. Yeah, dude. I don't know, Brutal. man. Those radiant black reviews. It's not harsh, but like this is douchier. <laughs> That's true. That's true. More but in, you know. I uh I don't know. I'm that I'm here for. I don't give a shit about that. But to call you an idiot, that's out of bounds. Um, Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Until next time, take care, guys. See you next week. week.